0: cookbook friends this is your host katie and i have carrie with me here today hello we would like to talk about earth day and cookbooks that can help celebrate earth day Uh, we have curated a variety of cookbooks like foraging gardening sustainability all kinds of stuff do you do anything for earth day carrie I used to when I lived in San Diego, there would be Earth
1: Day, just big festivals in the park and all the hippies would come out and the Hare Krishnas would serve us like macrobiotic burritos that are the best thing I've ever tasted. And there'd be music in the park and all this. And now that I'm in Seattle, it usually rains on Earth Day. So we don't really have that big, you know. <clears throat> so, yeah, I do not do anything for Earth Day, but I honestly should probably celebrate by walking through the neighborhood, picking up trash <laughs> because yeah. we have some. and It makes me mad.
0: That is something that I, my stepdad and I used to do. Some, you know, I, I don't even think it was just for Earth Day. That was just something we would go out and do do because you were trash pickers right that's fine yeah uh so i try to actually tend to my yard especially after redoing everything and watering it and weeding and giving my plants food um but yeah i also try to enjoy the weather too but yeah pacific northwest it's usually raining it's going to be sunny like all week and then it's going to be pouring on earth day yeah just to punish us yeah (laughs) food
1: for the earth (laughs) we're gonna enjoy it while we can and i definitely want to get out there and sweep off my
0: deck and hose off the outdoor furniture and get it ready i'm excited yeah me too so what kind of cookbook are you going to kick us off with today well i discovered this adorable book
1: that reminds me that i'm an aunt that misses my nieces and nephews that we haven't seen much because the pandemic It's called Foraging with Kids, 52 Wild and Free Edibles to Enjoy with Your Children by Adele Nozadar. And I'm laughing because here you're out picking trash and I'm out picking free food. I swear, people, we we make a good (laughs) living. We're not poor. It's okay. Don't judge us. Uh, This cookbook doesn't have any color photographs inside, but it has black and white illustrations of the fruit and berries and flowers and botanical things and even some mushrooms, like chicken of the woods, which I'm really nervous to pick random mushrooms, but chicken of the woods is definitely easy to identify. It's obvious what it is. There's something this book is talking about, about cauliflower fungi cheese. I'm kind of frightened. (laughs) I (laughs) don't think I'm going to make this recipe.
0: But, uh, okay. Uh, I'd be interested in in what that... (laughs) tastes like, I'd be interested. I would try it. Definitely. I would try it for sure. I'm
1: going to peek at the table of contents. Oh, okay. Yeah. They teach you how to do safe foraging, the name of plants, getting to know plants, seasonal calendar, how to go foraging. And I do live right by a big set of woods. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first section is fruit, berries, and flowers. And of course, not all of these would be in everyone's neighborhood, because I don't think we have hawthorn and Rowan here in Seattle, but but we do have roses. The second chapter is wild herbs and and weeds. And dandelions, I don't need to forage, they're right on my lawn. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Right, exactly. A chapter on fungi, a chapter on garlic, onion, and mustard, and plants that smell and taste like those things. And trees. Okay, we definitely have a lot of Douglas firs in my backyard. And then coastal plants, like things I've never heard of, bladder rack. Well, my bladder is often racked, but excuse me, that's a personal <laughs> problem. There's something called laver or laver, and something called dulse, and rock samphire, and sea beet or sea spinach. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. So if you find a fantasy in your brain of taking some little baskets with children and tromping through the woods and pastures foraging for things to eat you're going to love this book Foraging with Kids 52 Wild and Free Edibles to Enjoy with Your Children by Adele Nozadar.
0: that sounds really cute the cookbook on my list is hashtag meatless good for animals the earth and all by Jane Goodall it came oh. out March 23rd I've already talked about this but I love I love this I love this cookbook. It is so awesome. So there are 80 vegan accessible recipes in here. I my, One of my favorite parts about this cookbook is that she acknowledges that a lot of people like to, um, when they think about vegan or vegetarian or plant-based, that it's going to be this huge upheaval in their life and, you know, their, it's this huge thing, but it doesn't have to be. And that's yeah. what her cookbook is trying to accomplish is that it doesn't have to be hard. It can be super easy. It's accessible and and awesome for all of us. And for the animals, this, this particular, I didn't want to fill this episode full of plant-based cookbooks. Um, but this one I wanted because this is specifically about, Saving animals, and that's kind of her message is that the more plant-based we go, the more we're actually kind of saving the animals and the planet, and we're also eating healthy. Um, But the recipes in here, the photos are stunning and very vibrant and very colorful. Everything looks super appetizing. The one I keep going to is her cauliflower pumpkin seed tacos. Oh, yum. It's tacos, but oh tacos. wow, <laughs> yeah, these look beautiful and so good. And I, I don't know. I always think sometimes uh, now that I've gone more vegan, I'm, I'm realizing like my everything I've known about veganism is wrong. Um, these look super filling and just ultra delicious. She also has a recipe in here that looks, uh, it looks awesome. It's a strawberry quote unquote cheese cake. Um, so it's actually made with tofu. I've never actually tried a vegan cheese cake before. I have. The, the te- flavor was good. The texture
1: left a little bit of desire, but it, it didn't poison me.
0: Right. Yes. <laughs> That's good. You're still here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's all kinds of recipes in here if you're interested in eating less meat. This isn't uh, a preachy um plant-based book so if you still want to incorporate you know your favorite cheeses and meats like you can it just it's a way to start being a little more mindful and learning how to cook a little bit differently so that is hashtag meatless good for animals the earth and all by Jane Goodall
1: my next book is sprouts shoots and microgreens tiny plants to grow and eat in your home kitchen I love this idea it comes out on April 20, just in time for Earth Day. It's by Lena Wilentensen, and Leonard Weibel is the photographer, and Gunn Penhode is the translator. I'm not sure what language it originally was in, hmm. but uh, they teach you how to grow and consume sprouts and shoots and microgreens at home. You can use tap water and a glass jar. It's that simple or you can use colander sieves or bags and you can use all sorts of different kinds of light sources which is important here in seattle when we don't have a lot of sunlight in our kitchens all the time (laughs) i don't personally eat a lot of microgreens in my salad and part of that is whenever i buy them they rot before i can use them so i'd like to learn how to do that better because they definitely taste good and they're good for you some of the recipes in here i already know how to make like sushi rolls which i make vegetarian But these use quinoa and wasabi mayonnaise. There's baked Mm -hmm. pumpkin with lentil sprouts, and almond pesto, and coconut balls with toasted buckwheat, etc. And I'm going to peek inside the table of contents, courtesy of Amazon. Uh, And there is no table. Oh, yes, there it is. Uh, Introduction, homegrown in a flash, from miracle food to viable war ration, a history of sprouting. And I've. Katie, have you ever accidentally sprouted beans that you're soaking overnight and you forget about them? Not because you were drinking, but you leave them on the stove a few (laughs) days and come back and go, whoops. I actually have. Yes. Yes. mung beans. Yeah. Oh, Uh, yeah. That's surprising. Right. Exactly. The second part of the book is sprout profiles and recipes using sprouts. And then they move on to shoots and microgreens. They do shoot profiles and recipes for those. So if you are into that kind of thing and growing green things, tasty things in your kitchen like I am, this is Sprouts, Shoots, and Microgreens, Tiny Plants to Grow and Eat in Your Home Kitchen by Lena Walentonson.
0: Cute. Uh, My next book is Herb, A Cook's Companion. It comes out April 13 of this year. It's It's by Mark Diacono. Sorry jumble of words today um so this cookbook is really interesting uh it has 70 recipes i really like this because i've i've always like since the i swear the dawn of time i've wanted to have my own herb garden like a very mm-hmm. comprehensive herb herb go- garden mm-hmm. not just oh here's some rosemary um <laughs> so i uh, i really like this because uh mar diacano is a very respective uh, respected chef he is award winning and he knows his stuff he also did another cookbook called sour that was uh nominated for a james beard award um so this goes into detail about the er- like each herb the flavor the texture how you can use it what other herbs you can use it with what you know what flavor profiles um work with what and I think that's really important because I, so I do it too. I, I mix things up all the time or I'm just like, oh, this might be good with this. And then it just, it, it's, it's a mess. Um, so basically in the table of contents, we kind of, he goes through an introduction. He has, he talks about herb skills. So he goes from herb skills in the garden and then in the kitchen and learning how to infuse things. So those are three separate chapters in there. He talks about uh, what herbs you should grow and eat simultaneously. And then we move on to recipes, which are then divided into infusions, blends, and sauces. I love sauces. So, and the herbs and sauces are, you know, it's like macaroni and cheese. Perfect. Herbs and sauces are perfect. Um, he also has a small things, soups and sides uh, chapter, bigger things, sweet things, and drinks. So I really, it's all-encompassing. You know, you can get a full meal and learn all about the herbs that you're growing in your garden and not have to go to the grocery store and, you know, buy these things. Or you can learn how to dry them and make vinegars or oils with them. You could freeze them. So there's all kinds of things you can do with this cookbook that's more than just recipes. And I, I just really appreciate it. I think it's really cool, you know. I
1: hope there's some recipes for mint. I feel like mint is the zucchini of the herb garden. You plant a couple and then you're like, oh no, it's taking over and I'm tired of eating zucchini every day and I even cook zucchini with mint just to try and use them both up.
0: (laughs) There's only so many
1: mojitos you can drink in a day before they call the authorities. I mean, honestly.
0: it's so true I was actually worried about my mint last I started growing mint last year and I thought we only had one sprout in the summer and I was like you know I heard mint's a weed it's basically a weed why isn't there more mint and that now oh man I've got so much mint now and I'm like oh no what am I gonna do with all this mint so yeah it's true like but there's so many that's why this cookbook's so cool because there's so many different ways of using these uh, herbs and stuff so I just I'm really an looking idea. forward to it
1: we could make almond mint pesto and make dessert pasta with it. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know. Might work. We could put work.
0: ice cream through like a noodle like a uh yes. a, well, Yeah. A noodle extractor. <laughs> you know, you just sift it through that okay. Nobody gets to take that idea until we try it, Carrie. <laughs> That's our idea. <laughs> okay, that is herb. A Cook's Companion, it is by Mark Diacono.
1: My next Earth Day cookbook recommendation is Forage Wild Plants to Gather and Eat by Liz Knight. It came out in March, on March 23. Another foraging book. I guess I just like foraging. Uh, There's 50 globally populated edible plants, so you might have access to them in your neck of the woods. There's a variety of recipes that utilize the herbs from your garden and they let you have some quick recipes and some more complex depending on your skill level or time or patience. There's lots of uh, illustrations. I'm not sure if there's photography because there's an illustrator named Rachel Petter Smith that worked on it using and she puts botanical illustrations so when you're foraging you know what you're picking up and what you're doing and we learned about the culture and history of our wild food and I might have to check this out from the library I'm not sure I'd want to keep it on my bookshelf forever because my bookshelves are so limited but for those of you that are super into foraging that's Forage Wild Plants to Gather and Eat by Liz Knight
0: um, moving on to more sustainable cookbooks, I'm uh, my fr- my last cookbook actually for Earth Day is the Zero Waste Chef, Plant Forward Recipes and Tips for a Sustainable Kitchen and Planet. It came out April 13. 2021 it's by Anne Marie Banu. Ben- uh so she's the at zero waste chef. She's got an Instagram and I believe she even she has her own website that talks about um sustainability and basically trying to use literally everything for you know like we talk about asparagus tips and stuff or like celery you know the ends of celery like she uses everything for so that there's no waste in her kitchen um and she started i believe in 2006 so she's doing this for a really long time so we learn how to cook with scraps we can create like fermented spools we can um basically up all of the groceries before they be actual waste so that's really cool and i it it takes some time obviously, for that to happen. And she acknowledges that in her book as well. Um, so I'm trying to think if... Uh, I'm trying to see how many actual recipes are in here. I know there's a, there's quite a few recipes in here, but you can actually see if you want to try some of these. You can uh, try a few of these on her website. There's a few that look really interesting. She's got, like, a Mexican hot chocolate bread pudding that sounds Ooh. interesting. A, she says you can try to revive some sad sad greens to make a pesto uh which yeah that's a great idea Pesto is great like for everything <laughs> just especially mint a pesto i'm still back <laughs> on my mint and pesto ice cream cake. <laughs> <laughs> I, right? i'm determined yeah uh okay so it is 75 vegan and vegetarian recipes were and uh in total that utilize all of the parts of everything, basically. So if you're interested in sustainability and learning how to basically produce no waste and starting that journey, I highly recommend The Zero Waste Chef, Plant Forward Recipes and Tips for a Sustainable Kitchen and Planet by Anne-Marie Banu.
1: I also have a zero waste book to talk about. Not to copy you. Zero Waste, 60 Recipes for a Waste-Free Kitchen by Cynthia Trenchy. It came out on April 6, 2021, and she encourages us to reduce food waste in the kitchen. We learn how to save, uh, well, we're grocery shopping too, and transform peels and leaves and crusts and pods into creative and tasty recipes, Mm, and I need to work on this because I should not even buy avocados anymore. Because they go rotten before we could use them. And she teaches us, just like in the other book, to use parts of each ingredient, including asparagus ends, dried fruit skins, which I never think of using. But I eat my apple skins. I eat my potato skins. Yeah. She has a beautiful picture of an asparagus ends omelet. I just wonder how long you have to cook them to make them not so tough. Right. She makes a carrot top pesto. And a Ooh. cheese and dried vegetable crepe, mm. or crepe as Americans would say, fruit and almond buns, and a grapefruit and chocolate muffins that uses apparently, I'm trying to figure out what she uses for that banana skins. What?
0: Whoa.
1: No, those were edible. Wow. wow. I'm intrigued. Yeah. So that is Zero Waste 60 Recipes for a Waste Free Kitchen by Cynzia Trenchy. Thank you for listening to this Earth Day edition of the Cookbook Divas podcast mini And Katie, what days do we publish our Cookbook Divas main episodes? We publish on Fridays. And occasionally we come up with cool ideas for mini sods and we try to publish them on Tuesdays, but sometimes we just get a whim and just, we want you to know about all the cool stuff as fast as possible. Now, if you would like to see my cookbook reels, where I flip through a cookbook quickly to give you a sneak preview, you can see those on Instagram. If you'd like to watch my cookbook reviews, where I go through in detail the cookbooks, you can find those on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And we also have a website, cookbookdivas.com, where Katie writes awesome blog posts about all the cookbooks that we're experiencing and exploring right now. Thanks so much for listening.